right. Welcome to another episode of the Battle of the Willamette. I am your host, CJ. And as always, we got two superstar analysts, Bud and Justin. What's up, fellas? So me. Okay. Um, <laughs> surprise. Uh, was really, really hoping to have a uh, another W to uh, hang on the wall for this podcast. Was super disappointed in my management skills. Um, it's been a tough season so far, but exactly, exactly where uh, Yahoo told me I was going to be. Um, so I'm just taking it day by day. Happy the trading uh, deadline's over and ready to rock another pod. Well, I re- I do remember that our last podcast we all came out winners, and so we were waiting for that same week to come along. <laughs> And we kind of had to give up on that, you know, because <laughs> there hasn't been a week that all three of us have won. Yeah. So you might be waiting a long time for my next one. So. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Justin? Yeah, that was rough. I think halfway through Saturday, I actually was thinking about the pod, thinking that we're going to get three, three victories. And, uh, and boy, was I wrong. Uh, depressing. Got one. Yeah. Yeah, depressing weekend to say the least, and that's why I'm just wearing an Oregon Duck gear now because only one third of the Duck Cowboy franchise has been holding up their oh, end of the bargain. Oh, it's painful. Hey, 500 is no way to live. But did you and Irish Puddles like when you guys live together? Would you guys have like some kind of pact where you guys are going to complain no matter how good or bad you are? You're just going to complain like straight up, like. He's been complaining the whole time. He's six and three. He's in second place. You're five and five, the most points in the league. Bud's the one that should be complaining. Hold you on. don't hear a peep from him. Well, but I know, I know where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> let's re- and let's reverse this. The the key to to fantasy football is you can't control anything. The only thing you can control is how many points you put up. So if you do that the most in the league, you don't figure you should be at five hundred. So I think I get a little bit of a license to complain. Uh, IP, who knows? That's just, uh, you know, that's just it's, Irish nonsense. It's the COVID talking. It's the COVID talking. <laughs> it's six and three Irish bullshit. Yep. Hey, Woe is four, me. Though, right? Give me a bugger. Yeah. I mean, he, he's six and four. This is week 11. So he's six uh. and four. Let's not give him any more credit than he needs. I mean, I guess he was six and three. He lost this weekend. So that's the way it goes, but. But it's just crazy to me. I mean, come on. Anyways, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, oh. you know, it's nice to – my season is over, actually. It's complete. I've accomplished all of my goals for this season. And I really only have one, and it's to sweep Boston Mobsters. I did it. We did it. Season is a success. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm super excited. We're done. We we could COVID could take over, shut down, and I I feel like a champion right now. And I I know I don't have any leg to stand on with the ninety eight point games that I'm having on average. <laughs> but was it was it mobster talking like he was sorry for this side of the league and that he's ready to go to the other side and start dominating? I'm all he's just above me. <laughs> yeah, first three first round picks. <laughs> he, yeah i mean i he got through those he was four and two he won four straight i mean on top of the world like you guys should be 
voting for me and pick them. You guys are suckers. You guys are underestimating me. I'm respect. taking this week by fourth. Respect, respect. Four straight losses later, uh, <laughs> quite a bit of less nonsense coming yeah. from him. <laughs> yeah, Slack channel's been a little quiet. He recaps it though, so I think he's uh you know, he's at least standing out there and I think he knows that it turned around pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So, Justin, what's on tap? What's on tap? Well, as we all know, this time of the year, one of the best times of the year for beer. It's when the seasonals start to come around. Oh, and I saw a little bit oh, of Oh, that's a that's a bud beer. Oh yeah, I saw a little Spoiler bit of this. Alert. Okay. On Slack going around, and it is a, uh, a Battle of the Willamette favorite. Um, and this here is the Abominable Winter Ale by Hopworks Hub Brewing. And uh, I don't know if you can get this. I don't know. You're closer now, CJ. So Idaho, probably, probably a little closer to the Northwest beer scene. You might be able to find some of this out there, but... I'm pretty sure i've seen hub but i don't know if i've seen the abominable yet but i'll be on the lookout for it it just hits i think it just hit stores like in the last week or two so oh wow really yeah and i don't think they normally get it out this early i mean i think this is a a gift to uh to the to everyone that's been dealing with 2020 they're going to get it out early um and i'll tell you everybody that's a lot of beer it's a delicious yeah but it's a delicious uh, winter ale. Give it a try. The Abominable. They call it the A-bomb. They call it I the like A-bomb. It. Yes. Funny story. I actually went to the uh, the hub a few years ago with family. Had the uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll get the Abominable or whatever. She's like, who had the A-bomb? Who had the A-bomb? Who had the A-bomb? No, I'm like, what are you talking about? She's all the Abominable. I'm all, yes, the old guy over here had the uh, that Abominable. Yes. <laughs> Well, the, abom- the abominable is a, a mouthful, and especially if you've had two or three. Abominable. The- <laughs> they, have to, they have to cut you off as you yeah. continue to try and say, I'll have another abominable. Uh, great thing about that right now, selling four-pack pounders at Costco for less than 10 bucks. Load Boom. up. Load up. Did you here say Costco? Costco here in Oregon. Yeah I, yeah, I don't do Costco this time of year. Are you nuts? It's not that bad. You need well, to- maybe not. Calm down. Calm down. Sorry. Sorry. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't like the shop. Just, yeah. I just can avoid it. Just because they don't have one in Idaho. Yeah. They have them here. Oh. You're, a, you guys are, it's, you guys are, not, here, one. you guys aren't trying to feed the three teens right now. So if you, once, once you get to oh. that stage, it's, uh, <laughs> okay, gotcha. Fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> three, <laughs> three. Right. Three two packs of milk. We're getting a crate of eggs. Oh. It's yeah. We're those oh. people with the pallets running oh. around. You know, it's two things. Two things, and then we're gonna move on. One, I don't know whatever led to Bud and the Hop um, Association. Like, how did that? Wh- I don't know how that happened. That's that's weird. Like, I associate that brewery to you for some reason oh. yeah i've never been there with you i i don't think i've ever drinking i don't think i've ever had a drink with you with that beer but for some reason i associate you is it because you drink that a lot do you post it on slack a lot like what's the deal 
I think when I do have, I think when I've got the hub, I think I'm very excited that it's, it's not like a, a piss water, you know, non micro brew that might be appreciated by others. And so I'm, I'm, I'm quick to get that on what's on tap. Okay. You know, right. you know what I like about that association though, as, uh, as on the Slack, we went through some of the awards uh, that we actually <laughs> have for a battle of the lamb award ceremony, a, which I think is genius, by the way, but the beer that you associate to the franchise. Like we could have a Boston. Oh, I like, like that. Stella Artois. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, he'd probably be the. Um, Coors. The Cures. Yeah. It'd be interesting though, just to see where it all lands. All right. Last thing I expected of all people for a what's on tap to be a sour beer this week. What happened? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. You does, sour puss. I know. Does Please. anyone? I am sour. I'm going to try and do my best. It's been a difficult, difficult couple of weeks. Uh, but I'm going to do my best on this pod. Uh, I'm excited. And plus, no one buys those sour beers anyway. No, I don't not, know. That's just weird. Not intentionally. It's right beside the hazy, <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, grab that one. And you grab that sour some bitch, and you're like, no, <laughs> no. Nope, what a waste bro. that is. You think it's going yeah. bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're moving on. Um, we actually have a guest today. Did what? you guys know we were going to have a guest? No. Yeah. Whoa. I would have dressed yeah, up. This, this one's, this one's going to be tough for the league to really accept. Um, because no one likes a good sportsman, um, a very positive person when they're in first place, they rarely rag on anyone. Maybe never. I I don't know. Um, super cooperative, um, very encouraging to the other league members. This kind of person pisses people off, but I will, I will point out a negative that there are a lot of pictures posted of places that I would like to be at two o'clock on a Wednesday during the summer by this person. That's what I can be angry about. We can take umbrage with that. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome, products. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. What up? Yeah. Gosh mm. dang it. Number I one. Mean, I know. Being like, and not like, and it's not like products has been number one for like a week here or there, like kind of you know, fighting back and forth. He's clinched the first to clinch a playoff spot. Not the fastest, by the way. Does anyone know who the fastest to clinch a playoff spot was? Probably Gore. I'm going to say Products. It was definitely Gore. But Gore did it in eight weeks one year. But then the other two in week nine, after we went to 12, was Duck Cowboy and Irish Puddles in the same year, I think 2016. So anyways... It just sucks, you know. It's like everyone like products like I don't know. Tell us I don't know. Pro- products gonna... products is having that year though that everyone thinks they're gonna have before the season starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm just I'm gonna get out of here eight and two. I'm gonna be cruising into the playoffs. Like everyone feels <laughs> that way. Right. I, I wanna get I wanna clinch it early so I could just coast through the back, you know, quarter of the year feel good about it whatever happens in the playoffs happens like big deal work on my bench spots 
You know, it's like I don't, I'm not going to be up at two looking at waiver stuff like the rest of these clowns. Or no, it's like, or it's like, hey, you know, I'm cruising right in. You know what? I'm going to throw a bone to my friend Bud. How about, how about, uh, what do you think about this this guy that's better than any guy that you've got for an eighth rounder in two years? Yeah, sure, I'll take him. What, yeah, that's great. What, you know, uh, you know, working through my bench, I'm not, these are good guys. They're yeah. not great. Let's be honest. What, I, what do you think about making some, what do you think about making some deals? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take all that. your fab. Definitely, definitely reach out to hip hop to clear the bench a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have got it's it's disgusting what I've got sitting on my bench. I need to help my friend out. All right, we have all right. We, we have a we guest. We we should let him have the microphone. Yeah, we, for a little yeah bit. maybe we should focus on him a little all bit. Right. You guys, yeah, are just a little more, right? Bragging. Yeah. Up. Well, well, let's just we just want to ask a few questions, get some insights uh, on the league and what's happening, but like. In the league this year, so think about what you've seen. Okay, don't think about your own team because this isn't BSing with Bungle or whatever. This, <laughs> this is the podcast. It's legit. You don't talk about yourself the whole time unless you duck Cowboy and he's exempt from that. It's fine. Um, but what's your biggest surprise you've seen this year? Like just what's been happening in the the league and the the season and everything else. I mean, so I mean, this year the biggest surprise really has been um, there's been a couple. Um, easy in the East, you know, he's struggling to start. And same with Bungle, both those teams stayed pretty healthy. I mean, like Doug Cowboy and IP had a lot of injuries, which has hurt them a little bit, but you know, easy and Bungle for the most part, have been pretty healthy, just had run into a tough matchup, you know, here and there, and just had a struggle of a start. This is, this is surprising that we even bring a guest on and somehow it goes back to being about Duck Cowboy. How does, how does this happen every time? Like, facts are the facts. I mean, facts are the facts. <laughs> well, He's the only I mean, one I know that trades his entire team over pretty much every year to yeah, I mean, try also, to make the playoffs. Also factual. <laughs> also factual. I and live in the now. Struggling, still struggling to even make it in. <laughs> Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, hey, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get to talk a little bit more about Russell Wilson, hopefully later. But, um, yeah, so what about now for you? Uh, this is going to be painful to ask. I don't even know if I really want to hear him say it. But what are you most proud of, I guess? Like, if, if you had to, like, say, hey, this is what I'm most proud of. This is what I did maybe that I feel like this move or this decision or this whatever is what, really made me feel good about this year as a whole. I mean, I would say it probably started with my draft, but if you have, I'd have to go back even before that and decided to trade Galladay was probably, probably <laughs> kind of sparked the whole thing because then I ended up with Keenan Allen and I still have a pick next year. Galladay's had a rough year, so IP's not going to like to hear that, but I mean, that's probably I where like it all started. And then having a, just having a good draft, um, I kind of changed. I didn't chase running backs this year in the draft like I typically do and it seems to be paying off so it does it does appear to be paying off seems to be clinched already yeah appears to be going pretty well god i and of course about the keenan allen thing gosh health is always the you know staying healthy is always a big contributor you can't really do a whole lot about that but and you've you've even been you know injured here with your with your best running back through uh, you know the last six weeks or so 
uh, still been able to do it because of that wide receiver core. And I have to give a, a tip of the cap because I think that when it went back to the keeper situation uh, and and Keenan Allen was was dropped just to, to keep DK Metcalf. That was a, that was a ballsy move, and it uh, and it paid off. I don't know that there are too many other in the league that would have done that. Yeah, I know. Um, the reason that one of the reasons I did it is because I knew that DK Metcalf would never make it to seven or eight wherever I was. But I tried to move Keenan, and nobody wanted him. So I was like, well, if nobody wants him, then maybe he'll make it to eight. <laughs> Worked out. And then of course I got lucky with the quarterback too, and the quarterback change and everything. So, well, I mean. He was, he was, yeah, gosh, dang. Well, what's it going to take, Products? What is it going to take for you to get to Bridge Bowl 8? I mean, just stay healthy. Pretty much that's the main thing, you know? I feel like I have the roster to do it. Just stay healthy and hopefully get to get some luck on my son. I need a little more luck. All right. Do you, well, do you think, uh, I think do you've you think, had plenty. But do you think Russell whatever. Wilson and Metcalf are going to get it figured out? Yeah, I think so. I think they'll be all right. Man, talk about ebbs and flows. It's it's a fifty burger or a one burger. It's like Jesus. Let's figure something out, bro. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty down, but just gotta hope you get get lucky once you get to the playoffs. So yeah. All right. Well, soft, we're done. Yeah, matchups are important and a little bit of luck there. But okay, now we're getting now we we've, we've tossed you the softballs. Now we're getting the tough stuff. So. Justin's jibber jabber this week is serious. It's very serious. And he's going to be asking some of the tough questions now, or at least one question. We'll see what, where it goes, but this is serious and you have to answer or you're fined. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, welcome to Justin's jibber jabber. <laughs> jibber jabber, question of the week, week. <laughs> Well, I didn't know it was that serious, but it did kind of get serious at the trade deadline. I would say this is probably one of our softer for a league, though, trade deadlines that we've had. I'm sure there's some, some statisticals uh, in and around that that will support that later. But coming out of it, you already you reach out to a lot of people. Um, there's a lot of people with some reputations in this league. Uh, in and around trading, uh, ability to trade with or not. I'm just kind of curious. Who's the easiest franchise that you work with uh, that you feel is possible to trade with um, on a, on a season to season basis and, uh, and then follow it up with the most difficult and why. Okay. So the most, oh, well, there's a couple of them. I mean, you know, hip hop, the cowboy, Badonka Bronx, you know, all three of us, have, you know, you guys are all pretty easy to have make deals with and pretty straightforward. Not a lot of back and forth. Uh, probably <laughs> not a lot of nonsense. Just say it. Yeah. Not a lot of nonsense. No, just, Hey, do you want this player? Yeah. Well, here's what I want. Or tell me what you'll give me. And if it matches, then we'll do it. If not, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it sounds like a three minute uh, trade scenario. Yeah. Usually like five minutes or so. I'm pretty sure then, our last trade was about five minutes. I mean, it was like, Hey, you still looking for a defensive back? Yeah. You want this person? Sure. What are you looking for? This? Okay. Got it. Boom. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Even our more complex trade with Noah Font earlier this year was pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. yeah so, and then, I mean, the most difficult, um, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Gore and I have, I don't think we've ever actually traded with each other. Same with <laughs> me and he got me. Like, we've talked a lot, but just nothing ever really gets done. So, I mean, I'd probably say Gore is one of the toughest ones. Bungle, um, you know, I tried, I tried in the past with Bungle, and 
it's been a little difficult, but is it so would you say like do you do you consider difficult to be like I mean frustrating? Like is there a frustrating person that you just like, gosh, I want that player, but my gosh, I'm not dealing with that freaking nine ball. Oh uh, no, not really. I mean, I always just do they don't if we don't come to an agreement, you know, if they say they don't want to get rid of the player or they don't want to you know, they don't think something's fair, then we just move on, you know. Or they we're they gonna, want a player. We're we're gonna cut this part out so you don't have to be the sports movie. <laughs> yeah, sure. Themselves. I promise we'll keep it in there. Yeah. <laughs> we all know the teams that are they're pretty partial to their players, you know. I mean Enzo Enzo sometimes will make snap judgments, but then other times he's like us guys are untouchable, you know, he could be difficult sometimes. Okay, there we go. There we That's go. getting there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, we all get attached to our players, but we know how easy it is. Sometimes he gets sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> hey, we we got him to say four names. I, that was better yeah. than I thought. We're off to a good start. <laughs> Don't be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> are you talking to products of the league? Do you know who you are. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> hey, I mean, this year I haven't really. This year I haven't really had any, to be honest. Though I mean, most everybody's been kind of. I just can't take the approach. If you want to make a deal, <laughs> we'll see what happens. If not, we move on. Well, it's well, been nice. You've had a lot of extra players to do that with. Yeah, so. yeah it's like you're you're in a seller's market. So the rest yeah. of us aren't necessarily yeah. in that same market. So, oh, I'm yeah. glad everything's working out for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Cheers. I mean, I tried to get Dalvin Cook last year, but Duck Cowboy had some sneaky behind-the-scenes deal going. So, Oh, uh, yeah, don't bring it up. He gets really upset <laughs> when he starts thinking about everything that didn't go his way exactly how <laughs> he planned. <laughs> it's sensitive. All right, well, hey, products, thanks for joining, man. It's been awesome. And we'll, yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Good yeah, luck the rest of the season, everybody. It's it's good seeing you, and, and uh, hopefully your season keeps going well. I'm not yeah, sure I, I so. feel about that. Okay. All right, man. See ya. Guys, All right, see you guys. Talking the off season. Yeah. Later, bro. Later. That was nice of Pro to stop by. That was uh, nice of him to stop by, and we didn't even know he was coming on. I thought that was a was... different guest. That was a big surprise. I like that. It was nice. What did you guys think about Products' interview? How did he do? I thought it was great. He was honest. He had a lot more, lot more to say than you guys gave him credit for before the what, show. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You well, were all in on that. Oh, I mean, that we all, about? we all thought it was going to be <laughs> a lot to pull, pull answers out of that guy. But he was real candid. He had some great answers about who, who worked well, who didn't, and so yeah, I thought that was great. I thought it was good too. He, he answered the, the questions, you know, even in first place, he's not going to talk too much trash, but that was about the, the most uh, trash talking you can get out of pro, which is good unless you've got them <laughs> on eight or nine beers and then you get really loud pro, which is totally. Oh yeah. Different. Where he sounds like Andrew Luck behind center. <laughs> yeah. He's loud and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never, never bring up Andrew Luck. Never. Oh gosh. So you, Let's think about your team, but in a year, yep. let's say two years. Yep. Do you have anyone left from no. that team? I don't think I have anybody left now. Wow. Because you had T.Y. gone. He's on waivers. Yep. He's terrible. Le'Veon yep. Bell is rotting away on my bench. You're Andrew Lux retired. Gronk yep. is now on Duck Cowboy. Right. Yeah, cut, cut a touchdown. 
Yep, but still, still only like a seven point a week guy. Not he's not the twenty point a week guy that he used to be. So. No, it was definitely a meaningless touchdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It meant, oh yeah, I guess it did really. I mean, he has helped me win a few games here, so I, I'm feeling okay about that. Gronk is back, and then Keekley was the other one, and who was the other person? Oh, was it Mark Ingram? Right, Mark Ingram was that? He was. Uh, I don't know if he was. I think I had him for I just had him last year, but I think those those were the main five that was kind of the 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 ty uh, luck thing was, was a big deal. But yeah, well, Bud, that's the thing. So if you get too attached to these guys, you won't trade them. Right. Right. If they only if they only spend uh, you know six or eight <laughs> games with your roster, you can't you can't fall in love with them. Can't you get attached. Can't, yeah. I'm attached to nobody right now. I do nobody. Like me, I do like me some CD Lamb though. Oh, <laughs> I do like me do some CD Lamb. Do you have CD Lamb? I got CD Lamb from Product. It's my oh. boy Blue. Yeah, he did. Now I will say that CD Lamb, big picture keeper for you. You know the youth and the Cowboys makes sense, but in that individual deal, you traded Parker to a to a team in which Parker's uh, Preston Williams, everyone else just got injured. So, you know, I think pro got the best of that trade for the rest of this year yeah. and the higher draft pick, but you know, it worked. Yeah. Worked I'm not, uh, there's, there's not a lot helping me this year. This is, this is all about uh, building blocks getting, for the getting what I can get and then trying to jam up somebody with getting well, somebody off some fab. The nice part about getting a rookie too, is he's not going to retire anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows? He might he might retire in two years. So, so Bud, tell us tell us what it's like to be one and nine. Like and I know I'm not saying this to be a jerk or like it's put not, you on a spot, uh, but like what happens on Sundays when you're it's uh, it's pretty much it's pretty much the same, but there's uh there's almost no expectation of winning. Um you know the family. This the hip hopopotamus is it's a it's a family run franchise, um, <laughs> and so you know Anna's great. She's like you get your starting lineup set. Make sure you got all your guys in there. How are we looking for this week? And I was like, it's like well, I'm not feeling optimistic. We're only down 36 at uh, before kick. So she's like, so so next week. Then I'm like, yeah, check back next week. We'll check back next week. And, Let's talk next week as the boys uh, talk trash about how bad I am. And <laughs> so, so we have another guest. We have Dracula joining us. <laughs> Wait, <it's... laughs> no, we got another guest. It's Hawk Attack. Hey, Hawk Attack. Attack. He's wearing like a weird tuxedo thing or something. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's it's been a few years since I've been asked to be on the cast, so I, I thought I would dress up. Oh, well, thanks for dressing up. We appreciate it. Well, you never invite any of us on to pick them. That's not oh. true. That's well, not, no, right. I guess true. we've all done it. I guess yeah. he does. <laughs> now I feel like a jerk. How, yeah. how you doing there, Hawk Attack? I'm hanging in there. No complaints. Yeah. Are yeah. you? Uh, are you streaming on a GoPro? Because it's you've got a real good fisheye lens going there. So, 
this is my uh this is my work camera and space nice nice oh it's very nice it looks very familiar as if we've all seen it before yep yep most recently <laughs> yes. most recently i've seen it that's right i use this so, camera so you've seen it oh oh Hey, well, hey, listen, thanks for joining. This is really exciting. We, this is just, you know, we just wanted to check in with you, see how you're doing. We kind of want to know, like, and remember, I, I don't need to go into it. Our viewers don't like hearing about it, but we want to ask you a few questions. Try not to make it just about you. If you can, if you can possibly oblige, you know, like, but if you think about this year, even maybe the off season, you know, whatever, but and not don't make it about COVID because I know I don't want you to go down that rabbit hole either because I know I know how that really drives you nuts and I feel bad for you. But as far as fantasy football and the league, what's your biggest surprise that you've seen that's been going on? Uh, you you plugged all the holes of all the things I wanted to talk about myself. <laughs> so, uh, I I guess. Uh, the, the biggest surprise would be the uh, the standings in the West. Um, having an electrocutioner in third place, I don't think any of us saw that coming. Um, I don't think anyone saw Gore and Bungle Nation in the bottom down there. So I don't I don't think that I think that even some people maybe on the podcast are surprised they're not ten and zero too in the West. You know, so a lot of surprises around there, right? Am I right? A lot of surprises. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean that's that's true. I mean, I think I, I think I said this in the last podcast, but what electrocution has been able to do? You got to beat the team that's in front of you, right? Like you have your good weeks and your bad weeks, and you just you time them right. You get luck. There's a little bit of luck there. There's a little bit of skill there for everybody. But the fact that he's six and four, I don't think this franchise has won six games all time. So I. Like, I'd have to look at the stats. I don't know stats, but. Well, if you said, you know, he's going to get six wins and he, I think he has the 10th most points, right? And then he beats Duck Cowboy twice, who has the most, not to, you know, be the the antagonizer. But that's just like insanity, right? To Mm. Duck Cowboy. You can see Duck Cowboy on here, right? Like you can can see his expression, right? Like you can see that. He has this little vein, like kind of like starting to beat quickly over here. <laughs> oh boy! It took okay, a little so- while, but it took a little while, but I was finally able to find a counselor that specializes in fantasy football. <laughs> I'm sure there's more. There should, that is a that is a growth industry like I've never seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not cheap, but as you know, I like to. I'll spend for uh, fantasy football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We all do already. But hey, so Marty, Hawk Attack. I sorry if I call you Marty, people probably don't even know who I'm talking about. <laughs> but over my shoulder, I thought someone was behind me. So now you can maybe indulge in yourself a little bit. But what are you most proud of? What have you done this year that you felt like you know that was the that was the right move? I made the best decision. I this felt good. Like best decision or the thing you're most proud about, whatever for this year. In fantasy football, jeez. Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I gotta be proud to be to be six and four and in second place in, in the east. Um it's, it's definitely a proud thing. Um 
I'm proud that I, you know, feel like I, I got some draft capital and I, I may have like peeled off some trade thing that's been hanging over me. And now, now maybe it'll just seem easier after last week. Maybe, maybe I can just join you and Duck Cowboy of just turning and burning, you know, having them in bed for a couple weeks and kicking them out the door like you guys do. I don't feel like Bud does that at all. I feel like hip hop kings onto players until they either they are relegated to second second on the depth chart or they retire. So are you are, are you talking to me and that who are you who are you talking to? That's hurtful. That's that's hurtful. Man. <laughs> that's hurtful. I've changed my ways. I'm I'm in love with no uh, no in particular player. Everyone. Is I think you're a little bit in love with Jared Goff. A little bit. Dropping him, I dropped him like everyone else. Hey, coming, coming fresh at, at, after uh, playing hip, he's got two of the best like no-name receivers that put up like twenty burgers. That's the best part too is they both scored touchdowns this week. Like he had, he has three like two, people on his two roster. Guys. Yeah, you just hope for one of those team touchdowns. I was like, what? I didn't even know that they did this. And that was the other thing, Commission. How can I? How can I access? Pat, this guy, he, he was running the ball out of the backfield for 90% of the game for the Chicago Bears. And he's a wide receiver? How, can, yeah. I, can I switch it? Where, where's the definition on that? I'm sure, this, I'm sure Yahoo's going to get a ton of backlash this week as not allowing him to be a running back or a receiver. Put him in flex. Back to you. All Hawk. right. Well, <laughs> so listen, I was going to ask Hawk, what it takes to get to Bridge Bowl 8. But you know what? Screw that. We're going right to Justin's jibber-jabber because you kind of teed us right up, Marty. So these these are the tough questions coming at you now. Welcome to Justin's jibber-jabber. Justin's jibber-jabber. Jabber, jabber, jabber. Jabber. So now these are the tough questions. And if you're not honest or don't answer, you're fine. All right, go ahead. Take it away, Duck Cowboy. Finalizing the trade <laughs> deadline can be satisfying for some. It can be uh, pounding your head against the wall, doing deals with others. I want to know from you, who's the easiest franchise to trade with? And on the opposite side, who's the most difficult to trade with and why? Oh, those are tough ones. No, no, these are easy. Um, I, I feel like I've made a fair amount of deals with products and much like his demeanor in the league as, as a nice guy, he's just like, he's a pretty straight shooter. He's going to like, let you know whether you're going to get the deal deal done or not. So he's, he's nice to work with. I, I enjoy him. So tell people they're getting the deal or not. I'm just writing these down. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I don't know how many how many trades specifically I, I've had with him, but I just feel like it's always like an an easy like I don't have a lot of anxiety kind of thing. Uh, like David Johnson, I got him in in the offseason products, and it was it's, it's very calm and comfortable. Maybe sure, it maybe, was really tough for him to unload David Johnson. Yeah, maybe there's a reason. <laughs> maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe that's a bad example, but nevertheless. <laughs> That, that was a kind of a, like a blue chipper for a player. Yeah. Like, he's like, this guy's going to give me something for David Johnson. <laughs> I'll take anything. Play it, he play it cool. Play it cool. 
Don't respond. Don't respond. Give it a second. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. <laughs> Sorry, Marty. That's not cool. That's not. No, cool. It's, it's fair. Are there any other any others that are that are easy to uh, to work with? Um, I mean, I, I think we've made a fair amount of deals. Duck Cowboy. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I would say my trading with CJ's probably. Uh, at an all-time low because we're not doing happy hours this year. Like he would get <laughs> out for a couple of get me boozed up. I made a lot of, I boozed up a lot of guys for yeah. a lot of good so things. We, we definitely had a lot of happy hour trades, which were, were pretty easy to do. And um, yeah, so you, you, you and CJ, I, I've done a fair amount of trading with, with both of you. Um, you're not quite as soothing and relaxing as products though. You're, <laughs> you, you guys know kind of like what you want and and yeah. you're you're a little uh, more aggressive well, we don't have david johnson on our roster <laughs> <laughs> you do not no what about the difficult ones who are the people that just make you bang your head against the wall i would say gore uh he can shut them down pretty quickly um which i guess you can kind of appreciate because he's not He's not wasting my time, right? But well, it's just like, hey, you want this? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. <And thanks. laughs> I, I like to, you know, haggle a little bit, and I, I don't want to start off with my best offer. So. Can Can you define haggle? You know, I start a start a little bit lower and <laughs> somewhere in the middle, like like. Don't you know, give up all your strategy on the podcast. People that, listen to this. That That's fine. I mean, Boston does it, but everyone else does, yeah, right? I'm they're not sure. going to – they don't listen past 25 minutes, so you're probably <laughs> – If anyone comes out with their, their best – unless you really want the guy, then you, then you give a great offer. It all depends. I agree. If you want the, if you want the player, you got to go out and get them. You can't be like, I really want this player, but I want to pay bare minimum, less than what they paid for, Bam, like that I don't get. I never understood that. Sometimes you want to walk around and kick the tires and Gore's like, whoa, 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 don't kick that tire. Get out, get of, out of my garage. Yeah, what else? Well, I think one that kind of like fills both voids because I've had easy and then very difficult is easy. End zone. Uh, he, he, can, he can go both ways. Uh, he's yeah. probably the most perplexing uh, person to take. <laughs> you're like perplexing, yeah. You're you're like, oh wow, like we're gonna do it, like wow. We <laughs> well, did he say yes? Did we have a deal? Yeah, and then you're like, wow, that that was that was easy. And then other times I'm like, you know, I uh, again I might not be in love, so I'm starting a little bit lower, and the and the throwback is way up here, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> So, but again, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm attracted to the nice guys, easy and products. Okay. Well, they well, are the nicest guys in the league. Those were the, um, the easy questions. <laughs> we have one hard question. What did you have for dinner tonight? Ooh, I'd have to go. Uh, I'd have to go get the recipe book to get you, but just so you know, I do a meal kit, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday every week in COVID to kind of mix up the meal, but it was some <laughs> uh, Asian noodle peanut sauce kind of thing. Nice. Is this like a, a Blue Apron kind of thing, or it's it's called Purple Carrot. Um, my 
my other half is vegan, so it is vegan meal kits. Oh, um, and they're actually sounds delicious. They're actually quite delicious. Mm. But they it, better be. It, it she listens. Time. She listens to the pod. I take it. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, gosh, <laughs> she's one of the six <laughs> listeners. So <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen her liking it. She's the only one that leaves comments. So. Um, I, I'm sure you've all experienced this, right? Too, in in COVID, right? You you wrap up work and you're like, what are we having for dinner? What are we having for dinner? So this just like puts it on. We don't have to discuss all that nonsense. We just we know what we're making, and all of it's been edible so far. Some better than others, but. All right. Well, hey, last thing before we let you go, I just want to say thanks for Pickham. It's been awesome this year. I think that yeah, it's, it's been really great. Yeah, you keep you keep building on a good thing, and it was a lot of fun. I think Wildcard Willie's doing great, but it's such a great thing on Sunday mornings. Don't be a sellout and send it out Saturday nights. Don't be that guy. Ooh. Get it out there Sunday morning. People watch it. It's all good. It's been awesome. Thanks for doing that. Hey. That's, that's really awesome, man. Good job. My pleasure. And sometimes I kid myself and think I'm going to sleep in on Sunday, so I kick it out early. <laughs> Fill up at five o'clock. Anyway. Never works. It never works. It's a good thought, though. <laughs> it is a good thought. I think about it every Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Hock Attack. Hock Attack. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Up. That was nice of him to dress up. That yeah. Was. Thanks for dressing up. You look, you look gorgeous. I mean, it's amazing. Real cute. Real cute. <laughs> I, I don't like the haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do miss the hair. All right. We'll see you, Hock Attack. Thank you. We are staying right. busy tonight. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, what do you guys think about Pick'em this year for real? I mean, Pick'em's been pretty good, right? I don't know how people pick these and are so far in advance or so have so many more wins than me. It's like I've been <laughs> picking against myself every single time. Yeah, so. how can you do that? I, that just seems un-American. That's well, to, yeah. Because I the times that I did, I, the times I did, I won. And so it's easy to give up. So it was a little, you know, it's. It, I don't know. It's I just like it's superstition. It's superstition. Look, I'm five and five. Know, but what's it does it matter? I would if I pick. I'm still fifty percent. Either way you look at it. I know, but you're picking against yourself. It just feels wrong. It feels like you're selling out. It, no. all of that. Like, no. don't. I don't get. It. If you get swept, like I'm never gonna allow the broom. Even when, I, even when I get down to like the depths of the league at the bottom, I'm mm -hmm. not going to pick against myself because I never want to see that broom thing. Even though Hawk Attack always use the broom. Don't let people get away with it. The broom's hilarious. I love it when he does that stupid little yeah. fake broom thing. Yeah, get a bigger through. broom. Anyways, anyways, hey, we got this is special. We've got what? a guest. We have more We've guests. We've got an amazing guest. Another amazing, guest? an amazing guest. Uh, and, not, and listen, listen, this this person has not turned us down just one time. They turned us down twice and then has the audacity to say, I never get invited to the podcast. I never get invited. <laughs> like, this guy is the epitome of scumbag. But oh. we finally got him on. Welcome to the podcast, he got me. Oh, um, what's up? <laughs> he got you know what? The, the one thing that is always consistent is that the commission will always have a set of alternative facts. <laughs> we can count on on uh, 
a set of alternative facts to show up in every single statement that comes out of the commission's life. Right. That doesn't sound right at all. That does not sound right. Make announcements. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on. This has been uh, long overdue. I'm excited. Um, you know, this is my first time on. And I, I know. I just well, hold on. you turned no. us down a couple of times. So I we know, know this is your first time. No, I know you're the king of uh, of let's get statistical, but I think you're this is inaccurate. Okay. Because there was a post draft podcast. Oh. <laughs> that did not air. Oh. Now there was three times. That's right. Three it's on times. the B roll. It's just and on the no. B roll. And he got me. Was on that. He was on that pod. We need to find that that tape. He was on there. It, oh. I guess, you know was, what? That was at the bar when the fight almost happened. You're right. I, I do remember that. Yeah, we yep. cut it short, and we—I think we went and got in the in the hoopty, and yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh, there's God. some hidden. Right. There's some hidden video out there somewhere. Somewhere. It, it, you know somewhere what? his voice is on the podcast that no one's ever heard. Hmm. Once on tap, little Pino. So uh -huh. I don't have the crackling. <laughs> I don't have the nice little crackle open on the can, but little Pino for you. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, cheers, fellas. Awesome. Yeah, we nice. don't really we don't really like it when people join the podcast and use our stuff. Oh, like, oh no, no, we we do. That's I'll retract. Oh, we do. We do year. like it. No, okay. we do like it. Sorry. No, no. I I was mixed up. Turns out we do like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <was mixed>. Yeah. <laughs> Alternative <laughs> facts. <laughs> Fake news. Hey, don't hold me accountable on this kind of stuff. All right. Okay. I gotta okay. you know, do enough. my thing. Like I've been doing it for years. It's fine. Everyone's kind of used to it now. So hey, we just wanted to kind of invite you on the show, talk a little bit, you know, get your thoughts on a few things. Simple, nothing major. Think about the league this whole year. Mm -hmm. Don't think about yourself, because I know you're right. not you're not a selfish guy. You don't think no. about just yourself. I mean, Never. you you know. Um, but what's your biggest surprise that you've seen outside of maybe what you're surprised about yourself, which is obviously a lot at five and five. Yeah. Um, but like. What is you are you most surprised about in the league this year? I think that uh, one of my biggest surprises is that I thought that COVID would have actually a larger effect on the league than what we are seeing. Uh, and I know it's had an effect on a few individuals, you know, uh, you know, IP. Uh, he'll tell you that, you know, his whole team was affected by COVID and it's not fair. Um, you know, I, but everybody in the league's had, you know, some type of COVID, um, you know, effect. And so I thought it would be more. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised by that. And I'm really surprised by the newcomer, Electro. I mean, Electro is giving people fits on a week to week basis. It's not a pushover. It's not a walkover. I think he's done a good job with his team. So I'm pleasantly surprised by that and he's out in the west which is difficult i've been there don't want to go back and i will <laughs> firmly vote that it will never happen again so the, the vote thank will never you <laughs> and so and it's not collusion and i'm also <laughs> surprised uh oh but can i just say that can i just say like there there's at least one franchise more that 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 they play better against more than others 
there is that you know what i mean yeah. like there's yeah. one out there so oh, anyways yeah. keep, there's, keep there's going one. sorry but yeah. but and, and, lastly, <laughs> and, and lastly i'm surprised by the parody and the fact that there's so much parody and you have a previous champ and you have a a, a, a franchise by the name of gore which is in the bottom bungo nation fighting his way out i mean he's on his way out but I'm surprised by those two teams. I mean, being where they're at today. So, you know, all of that together, those would be, you know, my main surprises for the year. I'm not surprised that Boston's still an idiot. I mean, there's some people I'm not surprised about. But we're not talking about my not surprises. We're talking about the surprises. So I'm gonna no, go. No, but we could we could talk about. Yeah, I mean, no, that's that's fine. That those those are surprises. That's not a surprise about Boston. I mean, we've all talked about that. Um, but for you, just you in general with the fantasy league and everything, what are you most proud of? You know what? Uh, I'm most proud of the fact that, you know, I feel like we have a group of guys who really care about one another's well-being, whether it be a uh, hawk attack with the fires approaching his house, whether it be me with my knee, whether it be, uh, you know, moving and having an owner's meeting in a different state. I I'm, I'm genuinely surprised by the flexibility of, the owners, the league, the people that are in it. And I think it's, it, it's, it's made me proud to be part of a group of guys who actually care about one another's well-being. And we're all willing to make some, you know, some successions to, to or, or be uncomfortable to make sure that we can connect in wherever the space is to make it a positive experience. And, I, you know, and I'm really surprised by that because we're all spread out and we all have different occupations. Most people in this group are highly successful individuals who are very busy. And I'm just amazed, you know, at the connectivity of the group. And so that's a pleasant thing for me. It makes me want to do more for the group. It makes me want to be more giving. And it makes me want to, you know, be more helpful in any way that I can. And so that's a pleasant surprise for me. Well, whoever... Whoever said that products and end zone were the nicest guys in the league? I think that just went out the door. I think we need to <laughs> we need to revote on that. We got a new contender. Yeah. Not not to mention this podcast is about grab ass. It's not about <laughs> feelings. It's not about hey, good it's stuff. Hey, different podcast. No, what I'm most proud of. Proud sometimes brings in feelings. I, I mean, hey, I proud Papa. <laughs> okay, let's let's bring in some of the 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 nonsense, a little bit of the grab ass that you're talking about. This this is a good one because this will this will be hilarious. What will it take for he got me to get to Bridge Bowl eight? Ooh. Oh man, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what it takes. It takes it'll take a, a little bit by the grace of God. It will, well, I'm gonna need a little bit of him on my side and a little bit of prayer. But besides that, I think that. For me, it will take four solid players. Doesn't matter the position. I think you need four solids to compete in this league on a weekend and week out basis. And if you look at most of the top scores throughout the, the year, when you have 200 pointers or 180, 190 or upper 170s, it's because you've got four solid players. And then you got the rest, I mean, because there's only 11 players, right? The rest are kind of role players. You might get 10, 11 points, but if you got four solids, you can get to a bridge bowl and you can win. And so I, what I need is four solid players and I'm not there on a consistent basis. That's what I need. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, if you have like, say, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, 
Blake Martinez, <laughs> Miko Hardman, and no one else, and you just bitch about it, somehow you end up six and four and feel still bad about yourself. So you're right. You only need four. But you know this. But you know what? Negative attitude, it, it, it flows down to your players. It does. I mean, if you got bad locker room, you know, yeah. environment and your and your leadership is piss poor, your your team is only going to be as good as the leadership. So, so you expect piss poor results from piss poor attitudes. Trickle down effect. They're bad man. Great point. Right there. Yep, it's a great point. So that's I can, a good point. I can tell you from experience that eight players, eight solid players, still won't get it done. <laughs> I will tell yeah. you from experience, two exceptional players can get it done. <laughs> but that was a long time ago. <laughs> many, many, many moons ago. Many moons ago. Okay. So now we're gonna switch over to the those were softballs. We're just we're just making you feel comfortable. Okay, that's fair now enough. Now we're switching over to Justin's jibber jabber. Jibber jabber. All right, take it away, Justin. The hard-hitting questions. <laughs> what, sir, did you have for dinner tonight? <laughs> uh, I had a, it's called a um, a shabby shake, or no, excuse me, a shabby steak salad from uh, a Vietnamese joint. Uh, so it's just a steak salad. Ooh. Mm. Salad. So there was uh, there was meat in it. Hawk attack. Yeah, meat. Sure. <laughs> He's worried about his protein. Ribeye. Hawk. Ribeye. Sounds Ribeye. sounds delicious. So hey, closing up uh, the end of the trading period. A um, lot of action, obviously. Yep. As lot. you as you do your business, uh, reaching out to franchises uh, and attempting to trade players over the years and this year included. Uh, who is the easiest franchise to trade with? Uh, and conversely, who's the most difficult to trade with and why? Okay. Uh, I'll start with the easiest. Um, honestly, I think the easiest trades that I've had personally in the league have come with actually yours truly, Mr. Duck Cowboy. Easiest? Whoa, easiest trade, whoa, whoa. I think, Mr. Duck Cowboy. Did he now, brow, did he browbeat you for two weeks and then it seemed like it was easy? Or? No, you know I, I think I think that there's times where uh, where he definitely is you know winning the trade and gets over on some other franchises, right? But I think there's also times where he overpays for what he wants, and so he's done a really great job, I think, of getting his man and. And sometimes that's overpaying. Sometimes he wins and people like me complain, like, oh my God, you can't give him that. He already has eight solid players, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's your, but, but, but that's your thing. Yeah. You got me. That's your thing. Yeah, I complain. So. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a complainer, <laughs> you know, and I'm okay with that. That's, you know, I, I got, you I, are. it's like the WWE. I have a reputation uphold and then we go, you know, <laughs> and we go have a beer together. So <laughs> that's most difficult. Um, I would say most difficult and my only goal before I leave this league is to have a trade with Gore. <laughs> one, just one. 
And wow. Gore is 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 someone who I don't know that there's I mean it's almost virtually impossible <laughs> to trade with him. <laughs> and, and one of the nicest guys ever, but he just won't budge, no interest. I mean, you can look at draft boards from here to Mexico and he may have one trade in there and his lineup is he has solid picks from 1st to 12th round. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's solid. It's consistent and he's consistently difficult to trade with. So <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's hilarious. Gore, Gore, man. Gore, you listen to this? I hope you listen. All right. This. Don't be difficult. Don't be difficult. You're going to have to go for a long drive in that new Explorer to uh, get that out of his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure this will really bother Gore. He seems the one that just hangs on to this stuff and just oh, <laughs> makes him so mad. <laughs> All right. Hey, any last words before we let you go? Uh, you know what? Hey, you know what? Thank you guys for, for having me on. This is, uh, you know, uh, four is a magic number for me. So <laughs> here, you know, my, my college number was four. You know, I got the number four in my logo. So, you know, it's just the magic of four. I'm, I'm hoping that there's some more magic and I just fallen from second to like eighth place or something. I'm hoping <laughs> if I can get back to like fourth place, that'd be really good too by the end of the year. But, you know, thanks for having me having me on, you guys. I know you guys put a lot of work into this. And, uh, man, just my hat goes off to you. And this is a great show. And, you know, again, nothing but the best for you all. And for those that haven't golfed with uh, He Got Me, he screams four a lot also. <laughs> as my, well, you know, as my ball is sailing 60 yards past the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks for oh, having me on. Thanks, he. We'll see ya. Deuces. Uh, that yeah, that was awesome. All right. Well, hey. Wow. That's great. Look at that. Three guests, and I don't think it. it none of them knew the other guests were on there. So we'll see how this turns out. It should be fun for everyone to listen to that. Did you guys have any takeaways? I think there were a couple of really key takeaways, <laughs> at least, at least from uh, from the jibber jabber segment. Yeah. Well, I think I think that Gore has a lot to think about. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, are we do we give do we give Easy more of a hard time because he has the same keepers, but Gore has got a lot of the same guys that he's played year after year and just doesn't just doesn't unload them. So well, I think Gore's turned his team over the last few years, though. I mean, he definitely has. I mean, just the last couple of years. Otherwise, he stayed pretty consistent. You know. Yeah, he drafted well, and he and he did okay with some wide receivers, you know. So really, those have come through the draft. They haven't come through trade. Yeah, the Kamara trade's the big one, but he's let his quarterback get old too, and hasn't had a solution there. I think he's hoping now through through the draft yet again with Joe Burrow that this is the year. Yeah. Well, I think I think that what what we've proven in the league up to this point is not taking risks is not going to win. Right. Like you, you've got, and you've got to take some risks. You've got to really, you've got to give it up a little bit. Like you've got, you can't, you can't expect everything to go your way trade wise and personnel wise. Like you, you've got to take some, some chances because everyone that's done the big trades or whatever has been able to get further into the playoffs than those that, that really haven't. So, I mean, you never know, right. Things change very quickly in this league, but 
I don't know. I was surprised. I was surprised. I have great success with Gore. So it's, it's weird. It's like Gore and I can, you know, very quickly, I look at him as somebody that's very easy to trade with. So it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. that some of the guests thought otherwise. And what do you got? What were you going to say? Takeaways? Uh, everyone felt that uh, Duck Cowboy overpays and is very easy to trade with. Oh, so let's keep uh, that going. Knowing that was going down that road. Very fair, very fair and equitable <laughs> trader. Just... The, pe- the people have spoken. Yeah. What I, a great I segment. Agree. That was a really good segment. That and was it, fun. It was nice to have everybody. Yeah. And it could be the volume of trading that is done with Duck Cowboy glazes over if there was one or two that might have not gone their way there's always one that does go your way so hey when you're trading that much you know every once in a while one works out every squirrel gets a nut once in a while it's like playing like playing 50 dfs lineups every weekend (laughs) yeah all right let's talk this is that time of year we're gonna have to talk about playoff scenarios all right so where is everybody What's going on, that sort of thing. So I'm going to start with the easy one. So there's a game between Electrocutioner and Products, right? So remember that. There's a game between Hawk Attack and Endzone, Gore and Duck Cowboy, Bungle Nation and Irish Puddles, Hip Hop and Boston Mobsters, and Badunka Bronx and He Got Me. So keeping that in mind, the West is clinched. So the first person's already won that, right? So Products has won. So if he wins this week and Bungle Nation wins, he beats if 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 um, Bungle Nation beats Irish Puddles, he wins the division title. So everybody remember that. If you want him to win the division title this week, then root for Bungle Nation. Root against Bungle Nation otherwise. So but for Irish Puddles, if he wins, so if he beats um, if he beats Bungle Nation and Duck Cowboy wins, then he clinches a playoff spot. Same thing with um, Electrocutioner. So if he wins and Duck Cowboy wins, then he also clinches a playoff spot. Okay? So lots at stake here. And same thing with Duck Cowboy. You've got that point thing. So if you win and Irish Puddles wins this week, I don't think that even if you tie with um, Bungle Nation, he's not going to outscore you in these last three weeks. So... Assuming he doesn't outscore you, if Bungle Nation, if you guys all win and Bungle Nation loses, then the playoffs are set in the West. And those looking out is going to be Bungle and Gore. So that's pretty uh, pretty crazy that we could have the West locked down this week. A lot has to happen, and you still have to outscore Bungle Nation if you guys tie. But if you win and he loses, you're two games up. So if you lose the last two, he wins the last two. And you, you'll outscore him, you'll be in. So that's the West. So in the East. Makes me sick to so, my stomach. So hip hop, you were the key this week. What's hmm. uh, how many how many games out am I? You are eight. No, you're out. You're gone fishing. Sorry, man. Yeah, I'll be sending that out later tonight. Sorry. <laughs> nice, I, nice. I, I feel terrible about it. Maybe I'll do you it tomorrow. Should, no one should feel terrible except me. That Everyone <laughs> told me my lineup was not good enough. My keepers were shit. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I got Le'Veon Bell. It's it's fine. Let's It's good. But, let's but go you, have a, you have a lot to, to do with this week. Okay, so if Badonka Bronx, Hawk Attack, and Endzone. Well, let's start with but, um, Badonka Bronx and Hawk Attack. Okay, both at six and four. 
if they both win and you win hip hop, then me and Hawk, we clinch playoffs. Mm -hmm. Nice. Now, basically the same thing with end zone, right? So end zone will clinch. You'll have the points. Like there's no way that anyone's going to catch him in the East in points at this point. I don't believe so. Right. It's like, I think the only, I think maybe I'm the closest to that, but I don't think anyone's going to take him down in points. So even if he loses his last two and Boston wins the last two, he'll outscore Boston. So if Boston loses this week, then um, end zone will be in as well. Now, if he got me wins or hip hop wins, he stays alive. So he does need, everyone needs hip hop to beat Boston this week if they want things to go well for them. So you have the chance to be the spoiler and knock Boston out of the playoffs. So what are the odds that all those wide receivers run kicks back again? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Well, one of them's not, one of them's on a bye. So it's not going to happen. So it, it's, yeah, that makes it tough. Yeah. So listen, we could have seven teams clinched in the playoffs at the end of this weekend. And it's very, very possible. God, I'd love that. Then I could just rest players for the rest of the year. <laughs> exactly. I know you've done that in the past. So get them ready for the playoffs. But then they're not yeah. ready and they don't, you know, you just don't yeah. know what to do. Should I play them? Keep them going? Do rust I versus rest. Now? Rust versus rest. What is it? <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so this will be an exciting weekend, but I hope everyone, everyone, basically what everyone wants is Bungle Nation to lose and Boston Mobsters to lose. So mobbing with Bungle. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that would be obvious. Actually, everyone wants hip hop and Irish puddles to win. (laughs) I didn't really want to say that because that changes everything. Yeah, I, mean, that's... I don't think everyone wants the root for Irish puddles, but they should. They really should this week. Wow, fair, fair. So I'll send out a little. I'll be sending out something every week going forward about the uh, implications of these matchups and what people need to do just to keep everyone informed. You know. All right. So just real quick, then a couple of uh, how the playoffs work. Remember. Um, the division winners, if you tie, if you have the same overall record, whoever has the best division record wins the division. Okay, and that means they're the um, number one seed. And then um, everything else is based on points. Okay, so it's not about your division record once it's that. It's all based on points. So like I was saying, so if, you know, if you and Bungle, um, Hawk Attack, or a uh, Duck Cowboy are tied at the last, whoever has the most points is in. So when you're at, so scoring a lot of points is important. You want to get those points no matter what, whatever you can do, because it is going to be the tiebreaker for that. And then um, top four from each division. I know Irish Puddles is going to pretend like he's confused. Maybe not this year because he won't be that fifth, but last year he was confused about it. Um, but we set them straight. And so remember the the toilet bowl is week um, 14 and 15. So they'll be done in week 15. As soon as you're eliminated from bowl contention, there's three bowl games. There's the bridge bowl, the bitter bowl, and the toilet bowl. Once you're eliminated from a bowl game, your rosters are locked until next year. So nothing you can do and you can complain all you want. Most people do. 
that are losers. Um, so that, that'll be it. So don't save any of that fab. Blow it. Blow that fab now. Yeah, and you can't trade the fab after the trading deadline either. So don't hmm. worry about that. Damn it. Um, use no that roll- fab. No rollover fab. Nope. No rollover fab. All right. So a couple of last things, and then we'll, we'll shut her down. 2021 draft board will be sent out after the bridge bowl is complete. I have all the contingency picks in there, so don't worry about it, but I'll get it out. You'll see what the order is. Um, we have, we need to start talking about, and we probably won't have time to do it today, but we're going to talk about the, um, we already talked about if the, if COVID shuts down the NFL, postpones it, whatever. I don't think that's going to happen at this point, but if it does, um, then whoever has, the best record with the point be, points being the tiebreaker. When that happens, that's that's who wins. So right now, that would be freaking products. Um, and then in the playoffs, we'll have to talk about that. We'll have to decide in the next couple of weeks if we get into the playoffs, what what happens. What do we do if we only get one playoff round in and something happens? Like we'll have to decide how we handle that. So, but we can talk about that later. It's a good setup. Sounds good. Sounds exciting. Ready and the it. last in the last thing I'm going to say, and I think we talked about this earlier. I don't remember if it was on or not, but this time of year brings out the worst in all of us. <laughs> we hate each other. Total opposite of what he got me was talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. That was awesome, though. I don't want to spend right. time with any of you guys. I know. It's, it's rough. People are, you're mad. Remember, only one team can win it all. We, yeah, but if you do win, be gracious. Don't be a jerk about it. I will move on, rub it in everyone's face. I'll be super gracious. (laughs) Yes, you have to be. You have to be because remember, there's 11 other guys that want the same thing that you want. And unfortunately, only one person can win every year. Bummer. This could be the year. This could be the year, Duck. You just never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. It's not. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, without that time of year. Sorry. No, you know what? I think you got a really good shot at it this year. Jerk. This is your year. <laughs> Freaking jerk. All right. Well, great podcast, guys. This is awesome. It's good to see you guys. It went a little longer than we wanted, but I'm sure Taylor will cut that down. As great best content. Can, but it was great content. It was fun. Can't make that content up. That was good stuff. Nope, that was great. Yep, and maybe we'll try and do one before the end of the season. We'll get one in and and uh, yeah, before right maybe the week of the Bridge Bowl. Maybe we do something like that. Celebrate. We'll do Bridge Bowl predictions and see what happens. Let's do it. All right, guys. All right, good seeing you. We're out. Bot Willamette out. Bye. Out.